Bear. I'm board certified professional organizer, Kathy Burns. I'm really glad you're here. This podcast is designed for busy entrepreneurs just like you who want to take better control of your business and move forward with less stress and more success. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Organized Energized Podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at thepodcast.organizedandenergized.com. Come back often and feel free to add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on Twitter at Organized Energy and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Hi, everyone. This is Kathy with Organized and Energized. I'm here with Jen Nell. Jen has been working in corporate America and running her own agency for the past decade. She knows what works and what doesn't in activating content that the key online success. Today, we're going to talk to Jen about her recommendations for the best use of our existing content. Hi, Jen. Thanks so much for joining me on the show. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Kathy. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> you've been in corporate America. You were there for a decade. What did you do then? Mm-hmm. Um, so all I have ever done in my entire professional career is marketing for small businesses. <laughs> so I worked in corporate fresh out of high school uh, for about 15 years. And then I've run my agency now for 13 years. So sweet, sweet. Okay. <laughs> and um, what do you think, what's the main challenge that you solve for your clients? at your agency right now? Um, oh, the main challenge that we solve, uh, honestly, is is leads because we all need traffic and leads, right? And the yeah. number one go-to that everybody does, uh, that I know you're even doing yourself is like, we're like, hey, I have this program and then I'm gonna go run Facebook ads. And yeah. that's how you get leads. And it's, um, I myself have done the same thing. And Facebook takes a big cut. And I think that that's the biggest pain, right? So I've figured out a way to cut your ad costs in half, at least, if not more. I love that. We got to hear about that for sure. (laughs) So, you know, we're all entrepreneurs and we've, we've been entrepreneurs for a long time, both you and I, when you start feeling a little bit bluesy or a little bit overwhelmed due to kind of regenerate, re-energize yourself and your business. Um, that's a great question. So for me, um, it comes down to, well, a couple of things. One, I make sure that I have to take care of myself. So to re-energize and reinvigorate, I actually like literally calendar out time to spend time with family and friends and to be creative and to go connect with nature and to meditate and exercise and all those things, because otherwise it's just all work and I totally burn out. Yeah, you know, work-life balance is so important. And, and when we're so enthused about our business, sometimes it's really hard to just say, okay, like people around us can say, you're looking a little bit stressed out. It's like, really? I'm like all happy. But, you know, no, you got you to stop and regenerate uh, yourself. In fact, I just did an hour meditation earlier this morning. So I had a back-to-back-to-back-to-back schedule. I'm like, okay, let's zen out a little bit, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You've got to take care of yourself. Um, yeah. So- uh-huh, go on. Oh, no, I was just going to say one other thing that I love, because um, I live in Idaho as well. So like um, when the weather is permitting, uh, if I get to a place and I'm just like, man, I need that meditation or that escape or whatever, I just go stand in the middle of the river for like a good 15 minutes. And then <laughs> you live right by a river. Yeah, well, pretty close. I mean, I have to drive, but, you know, nice. it's yeah, 
So that's, that's a good invigorating thing for me. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So it's usually pretty cold, isn't it? Well, you know, we have all four seasons here, like for okay. sure. Right now it's winter and it definitely feels like winter, but you know, <laughs> late spring through early fall, it's, it's all river weather. Wow. Oh, that almost did not come out right. <laughs> I love, I love, love, love floating down a river in a canoe or a favorite, one of my favorite things of all time. So I'm with you on that. Yeah. And my husband does the uh, ice baths. So he goes and sits in rivers right now. He'd go in your river in Idaho and sit in it for a little while. Cause he's a madman. but you know, for each his own, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's talk about hacks. What's, what's your favorite hack for entrepreneurs who want to create more freedom within their business? Like what, what do you do or what do you recommend that people do just need more free time and more, more ways yeah. to expand themselves. Oh, such a great question. Um, I'm not going to take credit for this. This I got from Alex Sharfin. Um, plenty of other people do it, but it sounds like more work, but doing a time audit and literally recording every single thing that you're doing by like five to 15 minute increments. And yeah. like my favorite hack for that is I actually just use a time tracker and I literally put in there eating, sending emails, calling family, you know? And so whenever I'm working on these different things, I hit that time tracker. Um, because what that allows me to do then is look and see where I'm spending more of my time and what I can delegate mm. or what I know that becomes a roadblock that I need to focus on and say, when I'm in that mode, like, okay, get off of social. <laughs> No. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the time tracker. So is it the time tracker app that you use on your computer? Is that what it, it is? is? Yeah. I'm I actually have, um, time doctor because my whole team uses that, but, um, I mean, whatever it is just yeah. tracking your time so you can look at stuff. Um, you know, I even played with at one point, somebody else did this as well, but there's these little, like, it's like a fidget cubes thing. cube. Yep. The Pomodoro like, Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like 16 sides or something like that. Oh, okay. And, and they, they actually have custom stickers on there and it tracks to an app. So literally like you can put on there, oh, I'm eating. Oh, I'm on. So you can customize what each of your own things and whichever side is face up tracks your time and just sends it right to a spreadsheet. Sweet. Oh my gosh. That's like so sophisticated. Okay have to find that I'll put the link down in the show notes for everybody because I even want to check that out you know as a time management um, uh, coach you know I help people all the time trying to figure out what do they do with their time and if you don't know what you do you don't know what you shouldn't do <laughs> so it is so true like, Woo, okay let's figure out oh yeah I shouldn't probably be doing that for that long right so oh I love that's a really 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 good hack Jim thank you so much and uh that's a wealth of information in fact I think I'll put both the links in there uh the app that you use as well as a little cube I'm from Pomodoro cube but it's only four sides and uh, you know with ADD and ADHD to start and stop when they're supposed to uh but the time tracking thing's perfect Okay. So you've had your business for 13 years. What's the one lesson that you'd say that your business has taught you personally? Oh, that's just so well, good. If you had to say <laughs> one, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I will actually say this one is um, life balance. And this has been a hard lesson to learn 
for me. In fact, earlier this year, my husband and I actually filed for divorce. Um, but then we totally became friends again and fell back in love. And like, we never actually got divorced, but, but it was largely on my part because of life balance. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's so, so important. And I mean, I have a therapist as well and it's always, you know, she's like, I'm going to challenge you to work less. And I'm like, I have to work all the time. Right. No. Yeah. And, and what I found is actually like four hour work days are make you so much more productive in, in all aspects of life. <laughs> yeah. Would you say that's what overcome it is you, you, on like the four hour work day so that you can actually get off, spend time with your husband, have dinners and that type of thing. And did you, is that, was that your ticket? Yeah. Um, it, well, yes, but also in the fact that giving myself permission to work on myself, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm still working for six to eight hours a day, easy. Um, but part of that work time is, I build in, okay, I, this is when I'm going to meditate. This is when I'm going to exercise. This is when, you know, I'm going to read and journal. And <clears throat> so I'm, I'm doing work, but to me, it's, it's like in order to be a whole person, I have to schedule these things in, you know, and then I'm done working at this point. And, but it, everything, it's so hard to do, but it all becomes so much easier once you do <laughs> You know, and, and the more the more in the zone we are, the more we get done anyhow. And, you know, there's been all the studies with all these virtual people now and working four day weeks and that, you know, the four day worker actually gets more done than the five day worker. And I think it's the same thing. You know, I, I remember Tim Ferriss when he came out with a four hour work week, you know, it's like, whoa, pew, blow our minds. Right. And and it's it's uh, not necessarily something that you can do easily, but to do hours a day, I think is a really good key, you know, that's the path forward, right? And then to have two to three hours for, to work on yourself. Oh, yeah, I really like that. That's, that's a golden piece of advice. Wow. Okay. Uh, so if I have missed asking you anything, what, what would be the one thing that I should have asked you that I did not ask you? Mm. Um, I would say mistakes learned from or lessons learned. <laughs> okay. Let's hear him girl. Let's, <laughs> let's have a couple. <laughs> oh, well, I actually, um, in fact, I'm, I'm working on a co-authored book. And so I was having to write my chapter. And, um, so this is definitely forefront of mind, but, um, you know, working with all these companies through the years, um, I always preach to them, like, you're doing too much. You have to niche down. What are you focused on? Who are you serving? Like focus, focus, focus. When it came time for me to do that for myself, I'm like, oh yeah, I totally got this, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, okay, no, this is, this is my niche, but it wasn't a niche. And mm -hmm. it literally, like, it took me, it took me a good two years to really, cause I could pivot in my business from doing like all things automation Okay. And building funnels and websites and like all these things, right. To saying now this is all I'm going to do. And I went through the roller coaster of emotions of like, no, I'm niching down. What am I leaving behind? What am I, you know, and like once I finally just conceded and said, okay, I really do have to niche. 
pick something. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, pick something. How about that one? Yeah, that one. No, maybe that one. <laughs> everything became so much easier. And it took yeah. me two and a half years to like finally learn this and really adopt it. So I would, I would say really identify, like, are you really niched as much as you should be? It's, it makes business life and personal life way easier. (laughs) It does. It's so much less confusing, but it's very scary. You know, I think when you first start a business, you want to be all things to all people because you just want business. Right. And then, and then you've been in it a decade or so. And then you're like, Oh, you never took the time to niche down. And then you have clients that you're like, I'm not sure if we're even a good fit. And, you know, so, and, and, you know, niching down is a hugely super, super important thing. I totally agree with that. And, uh, you know, in my profession as professional organizer, we all start as generalists and then we figure out what we want to do, who we want to help, what we want to organize and, and take it from. And I think, um, if, if you out there have not niched down and you're kind of new in your business to definitely think about, you know, the most thing that what I think, and you probably agree with this is like, who do what was that client you love to work with? Like, who is that ideal client? And that's a niche, right? And what kind of project were you doing? Was it making you excited or was it like making you feel drained out? Well, then you, you know, another niche to do or not to do. So do you agree with all that as far as how to determine your niche? I totally did. I just love that you said that because when I, you know, when I was starting my, okay, how do I figure out what I want to do? Because I'm a total super nerd. And so I can do all these things. You know, someone's like, oh, go figure out Infusionsoft. Cool. I, no problem. But just because I can doesn't mean I should. And that was a big, like saying no and huge thing for me. And, and so the way that I actually personally said, okay, here's where my niche is going to be is I had to go back to the data. And so I looked at all those clients. I literally created a spreadsheet and I ranked all of our clients on like, how much did we like working with them as a team, right? A scale of one to five. How profitable was it? Um, <laughs> what, uh, what all did we rank on? How profitable was it? Lifetime value of the customer. Um, how much we liked working with them. Type of project. Um, and then level of success that that, cl- that customer had. Um, and so I kind of just looked at all of that and looked at the numbers and then we picked like, who are the people that we really liked to work with and what are the, the commonalities that they had in between? Mm-hmm. And then that's where I kind of narrowed it down. And really I just landed. I'm like, it, it all comes down to content and content, like effective content distribution. So that's how I landed here, but it all came from data. <laughs> you are quite the nerd, aren't you? I really, <laughs> you know, I could do Infusionsoft. It's like, shoot me in the head. If you're going to have me do Infusionsoft, there's no possible way. Thank God for people like you. <laughs> That sounds really good. But, you know, I think that's the takeaway for today really is just because you can doesn't mean you should. That's such a huge thing to think about Um, because, yeah, I mean, a lot of us as as entrepreneurs, that's what we do. We create, create, create. We can do a whole bunch of stuff. When we first start our business, we're doing everything anyhow until we learn how to delegate or have the funds to delegate. But, you know, there has to come a point in our life, in our business where we stop and figure out what we should not be doing 
and who we should not be helping like what you know that that's not the ideal client um you know and it is something to fire clients but you know we all need to fire clients from time to time because they either stress us out freak us out or we can't help them anyhow you know so that's a true sign of professionalism is saying no really i think yeah yeah and it gets to be a lot of fun too when you're like yeah i i know where this is going i'm not i'm saying no now <laughs> we are going down the trail that we do not want to go to <laughs> You're killing my Zen, man. <laughs> hey, well, this has been really, really fun. Now, I know you have something to give the audience uh, that's listening, and I'm so interested in what you do, so I cannot wait to discover more about you. But what are you going to give uh, the listeners today? So um, I actually have a link to a, um, it's a free link here to a paid masterclass that I used to do. Um, and what it does is it literally walks you through the process of what we're doing. So from the point where I said I had to figure out all that data um, and then kind of show you the journey that I took, it took me about two years to really perfect this model. And it's not rocket science and it's nothing new, but literally like instead of just using paid traffic or just trying to use organic social or writing a blog, right? Combining all of those things together increases the effectiveness and decreases the cost of all of them. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it, so I walk through kind of this entire process of how all of this works and um, there's video trainings and uh, downloads to, yeah. so that you can actually walk through um, all the steps and, and kind of figure out how it applies to your business. That is a huge gift. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. That's very, very generous, Jen. I so appreciate it. And I'm sure everybody else will make sure to grab your download, gang, because that's that's uh, very valuable. I'm going to check it out myself for sure. Um, so, hey, thank you so much. Um, I just have so appreciated this conversation. And I know that there's a lot of really good takeaways that our audience has taken away. So take it away, girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I will see you on the other side. Thanks a lot, Jen. Awesome. Thanks, Kathy. Have fun, you guys. Okay, bye-bye. thanks for listening to this podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you want to hear more feel free to subscribe on the platform of your choice also if you feel so inclined i would truly appreciate a good rating from you to me have a stellar day